this crazy world we live in, when people use the word geek, it can create certain impressions. In reality, geek culture has never been more mainstream. Let's learn about the real people behind the stereotype. I'm your super dummy Paul. This is Geek. Hello everybody, my name is Daniel, aka Dark Ronin84. You may know me from the sh- uh, show Superheroes for Dummies, which is on the wonderful network, which is Comics in Motion. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. I get to learn a, a, a hell of a lot, and uh, my comic collection has now skyrocketed because of it. So, what are your passions? What are your geeky? What do you geek out about? Uh, I mean, there's like multiple things. So, video games. Uh, superhero movies and now I'm get, get reigniting my passion for comics but my main thing, my tipple, my poison um, is video games currently um, I've been video gaming since oh good lord it's probably like 1990 so yeah since, since I was about 6 years old I think I've been gaming since so um, yeah I've been and I'm, I still am, and I'm a, I'm a dad as well. And it's like, how the hell does that happen? But um, yeah, yeah. My main my main passion is uh, video gaming. And if Steve or Dave Horrocks is listening to this, I love comics too. Don't sack me. I love comic books. Comic books are life. Outside of that, uh, Joker, loyal friend, husband. And as of April of this year, dad. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't probably call myself an introvert because probably before like having like my my son, uh, I spent a lot of time going around friends friends places and you know hanging out or going down to the pub or um, just basically anything outdoorsy. I would usually do. Um, I'm trying to like pick up new things as well. Um, so I'm trying to learn like a new language. I've um, taken up baking. Um, and that's, yeah, that's pretty much, and I'm pretty much a family person as well. Um, so I try and, you know, be around family as much as I can. Um, a little bit more difficult now that I've, because I used to live in London, now, now I'm in Bournemouth. Um, so it's a little bit more difficult than it used to be before, but um, we have like WhatsApp, we talk on the phone and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much me in a nutshell outside of, you know, video gaming and comic book reading and um, listening to 80s music and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much me. So where did it all begin for you? Do you remember the first time you sort of indulged yourself in some some geeky interests? When when did it begin? Um, do you know what the funny thing is? Right, so everyone knows when they've become a geek. I didn't know when I became a geek because the thing is, it's like so. Like I said, I've been because I got my first gaming console when I was 
six was the which was the very first Nintendo. Um, and the first game I ever played was Super Mario Bros. And from then on, I just fell in love with it. So, like, I had the Nintendo, then I had a Game Boy, then I had a Mega Drive, um, all the way through to like getting like PlayStation One, two, three, four, and um, five. But it probably wasn't until I got to secondary school, um, and somebody actually called me a nerd, and I said, "Like, well, why am I a nerd?" Because, oh, because you hang around all the other nerds and you do a lot of schoolwork. <laughs> all right then. Well, well, I guess I'm a nerd then. Um, but then the thing is, is like you. If you watch like a lot of like TV, especially within like US sitcoms, they always have the stereotypical nerd, which is like like trousers up to their navel, wearing like um what do they call them like suspenders or whatever, and then you have like the thick Coca Cola bottle uh, glasses and stuff like that, and it's like, but I don't look like that. That's not me. That's not what a nerd. That's not, I'm not a nerd, but um. You look at what what a typical what a typical nerd or geek is usually into, and it's either video gaming or comic books or or stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I I never I, I I never truly for myself found out that I like well like truly came to the realization that I'm a nerd it was somebody took it upon themselves to call me a nerd. So, um, but the thing is, I, call, I consider myself, myself, I consider myself a nerd now, but, and there's people out there who are pretty judgmental and saying, oh, you shouldn't be a nerd, shouldn't be wasting your time with, oh, like comic books and, and video games, those are for children. And it's like, no, they're for everybody because there's, there's, there's something out there for everybody. Um, so I am a nerd and proud of it. My sister's bought me my first console, so they pretty much pointed me in the right direction. It's like, here you go, here's a Nintendo, sit in, sit in front of that and go nuts. Um, so that pretty much um, came into its own. Um, and then as for like comic books, I was in Tesco one day with my mum, and this was when I was like a little kid. Then I spotted a, a Batman comic. Um, and it was it just seemed very for for whatever reason it seemed very appealing to me. And um I asked my mom to get get that for me and she got it. Um and I started reading comics for a little while. Um but back then when I was younger, um I was more visual than like like reading literacy and stuff like that. So I wouldn't read that many books. Um so when I had like comics, I wasn't re- I wasn't looking at the comics for what they were saying. I was just looking at all like the, the illustrations and stuff like that. Um, so it kind of fizzled out. But it wasn't until I got into secondary school that I tried to um, reignite my passion for like things like comics and stuff like that. Like I got like uh, a Terminator graphic novel. Um, I had a couple of I think I had a couple more like Batman books and, and stuff like that um and it was around about that time like the, the batman animated series came out um so that kind of like inspired me to try and get back into comics 
Um, but off the top of my head, like for whatever reason, it just didn't happen again. Um, again, because I wasn't a big reader, um, I was much more into watching the um, watching the superhero movies. And now that I think about it, because like I'd watch the superhero movies and I'd be talking to my friends about them. Um, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, no, it's rubbish because that's not what happens in the comics. This is what happened in the comics. Um, so looking back on it, I kind of wish I tried a little bit harder to um, read more comics back then. But, um, you know, luckily I, I, I met you and I met Steve and you had the wonderful idea of doing superheroes for dummies. Um, and listening to just listening to Steve talk about these different um, superheroes with a passion kind of like got me all hyped up and you know and, and, and revved up to, to read more comics so like I said like I got a, a whole like at the moment like my main focus of reading comics is more Batman more than anything else um, but I am trying to get into stuff like uh, Justice League Dark and uh, Immortal Hulk um, so yeah like I'm glad I'm doing this the to be honest with because then without that I probably wouldn't be reading comics now, which would be which in hindsight is a hideous, hideous mistake. Do you think that is that the difference, do you think, that you didn't the people that um when you're in school were sort of into it, they didn't have the same excited passion. Nobody has the excited passion that Steve does. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not excitement for it. It's oh yeah, this isn't this isn't right because they're not doing it. It's kind of the wrong sort of yeah. influence. Yeah, it wasn't. It was more of my opinion, not like oh here's my argument. Do with it what you will, um, or like you know, like you should really try to get into comics because of X Y Z reason. Um, so yeah, I don't think I probably didn't have the right. Um, the right influences back then to to get into comics um, and to try and like ignite my passion to to read more comics. Um, and I think it a lot has to do with I don't know like so like like I said when I was a kid all I was interested in was was play, uh, was playing video games um, and watching the movies and stuff like that. It wasn't it wasn't reading so much, but um, it wasn't until like I got older, um, probably just probably just after college, I started reading a bit more. Um, not necessarily comic books, it was more um, like proper like proper books, like non-fiction books and stuff like that, and fiction books. Um, but yeah, like I said, once we got into the superheroes and family stuff, there was that right person, that right person was Steve. Thank you, Steve. Um, and he's got me, he's got me, he's got me reading them again. And it's actually got me collecting collecting a series of comic books as well. So thank you again. Well, it's interesting because you, you do have a bit of a, you are a bit of a collector. It's interesting that you never, in that side of it didn't grab you before. Yeah, no, it, it is weird. Because like I said, I'm, I am a bit of a collector. Um, because like I said, like I still got a few of my con- like my video game consoles. I still still got some of them. So like, I think I've I've still got at least PlayStation two, three, two, three to five. Um, 
and I still got actually I've got, I pretty, pretty much I've still got some of the comments I had when I was a kid, um, which I still yet to read because I've got a, a whole list to go through at the moment. Um, but yeah, and also like like those you know those pop figures. Um, I collect I'm collecting those. Um, so yeah, it's it's weird that I would collect everything else. And I had the basis for to have the passion to read comics, but I never did, um, which was a little weird to me. Um, but no, I have that passion there now, so I'm starting to make make up for for lost time. But there, there's a like there there are a lot of um, there are a lot of stories out there that I want to collect, but not that I can't collect. But I've like scrolled through like Amazon and. Uh, other like book places and certain ones that I want to get I can't get because they're so expensive um it's sort of like the I think it was the Sandman I found the like a Sandman collection like like all the books but it was like over a hundred pounds for them so I was like mm. um but luckily like I managed to find another collection I think that's a bit cheaper um so that's pretty cool um but yeah, the, the, I'll get there. Let's, let's just, in short, I'll get there. Um, but um, yeah, there's, unfortunately, there's some like really awesome stories out there that I can't get because they're too expensive for me. But once I, you know, say the the, the nail, then I should be able, I should be able to get it. Fingers crossed. Yeah, some of the stuff is kind of the opportunity is almost passed by now. Mm. Because they're because they're that old, aren't they? Yeah, or there's like a limited number. Of, there's like a limited amount of prints left, um, so they just hike up the price. And but then it's like, who in the right mind would pay that sort of money? But then again, there are people out there that would pay that sort of money, um, and they're crazy. But yeah, each to their own, I guess. Do you think that's a a problem with? getting new people in because we've often talked about it on the podcast about how some of the stories you have to go back like 15 20 years just for them to make sense uh, yeah i think so because it's it's a little it's a little unfair because like i said there's like people like myself who've reignited their passion from like last year um and we've done all we've done all our shows of like superheroes families and steve's talked about them and all these stories that happened in like 1940s or the 1950s or whatever, and you want to get your hands on them, but you can't because either they're just not out there, or like I said, like we just said, like there's a, there's like a limited amount of uh, numbers of copies that's left left that's been printed or they stopped printing, um, and those prices are just absolutely crazy stupid. Um, but I suppose like I don't know. They can get into other stories, but there's ones that are like, like the like, like a key moment in the second, say like a key moment in superheroes story, or there's like a, a rare appearance by another superhero in this story, and it's just like one of the biggest stories of all time or whatever, and for whatever reason they, they can't get it because like I said it's over too expensive, they're just not printing it anymore, and it's it's just it's not fair. Tying into your other passion, your video gaming, I mean, that's every generation 
there's there yeah there are franchises that go across but you don't have to be involved with the old one like call of duty 632 will be coming out <laughs> whether you've not you've played call, call of duty 5 or not it doesn't matter no it doesn't matter because with with those with those ones it, they're all they're all pretty much standalone games i mean there were a couple of the call of duty games that were like a series like the modern warfare games um modern warfare and black ops and advanced warfare they were all like in a series um so if you bought one then you would then they'll be talking about something that happened in the like the previous one and you'd be like oh what's going on um but pretty much unless it's like a franchise um like i don't know uncharted god of war um trying to think of another one resident evil um Unless a part of a franchise, then you've got nothing really much to worry about because there are games out there that are like a standalone game. There isn't a sequel. It's like that's it. So, um, I suppose in a way, like the video gaming world is is slightly more advantageous than 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 the comic world because, like, like I said, like with the comic world, there there are certain stories that you can't get because they're too expensive or whatever. Or like and like this one, you don't. There's like so many. Like genres out there that you can get, or um, there are multiple avenues that you can take to get a video game, um, like eBay or Amazon or Game or whatever, um, and they pretty much stay out there. And then you, I mean, you can go to like your secondhand shops and stuff like that, and you, and if you're lucky enough, you'll be able to find a certain game that you're looking for, and it's there. Um, but yeah, you think that will change with this new era of um, digital downloading for games? Because if if a publisher doesn't want it out there anymore, it's possible. It. It's very very possible. It's very very possible um, because they did. So they they bought out a game called Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and I think they had it out digitally um, for a while, but because it was so buggy when it came out, they pulled it off of the like PlayStation Store and Xbox Live Store and stuff like that. So. I mean, yeah, it could go that way. It could go that way that they have the, the what's the way, their prerogative. They, they can use their own prerogative to be like, ah, oh, we don't want that game out there anymore. We can just pull it off the shelf and we'll pull it off the digital stores and stuff like that. And, and then you have people who want to get into video games and they can't because, because, because they've been suggested a video game and it's not there anymore. Yeah, and unless you were like around when the game originally came out, like you're just never going to know about it, are you? So when you were when you were in school, um, you didn't really have the the influence of comic books. What about video games? Did you used to have people in school that you you played with? Um, I, I had like one or two uh, that I used to play video games with when I was in uh, secondary school, uh, but most people that I play with were people that. I used to go to primary school with, like, for instance, there's a guy that I've known since we were like four or five years old. I'm still in contact now, and we're always like playing like online and stuff. Um, I like my taste in video games were more varied, so it'd be like football, racing games, uh, story driven games, multiplayer games. Mostly in at school, most of the people were into like either Pro Evolution Soccer or uh like the fifa games um and i thought i was good 
Um, but then I got a rude awakening and then I absolutely got spanked every time. Um, and I used to try and tell them, it's like, you know, I, I don't really play football games. I usually play all these games. And I'm like, yeah, 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 you're making, you're making excuses, excuses, your shit and this, that and the other. Um, but yeah, there, there were like, there were a couple, couple few that would be like, oh, have you, like, there's the new, I'm trying to think of what came out at that time. Uh, the new Super Mario 64 came out, or the Mario Kart 64 came out, or GoldenEye or whatever. Did you hear about this game? I'm like, yeah, it's really good. And I'd be able to like talk with them. And so I'd be able to drum up a bit more of a conversation about video games with them than I would be able to maybe think about comics. Because like I said, like I, I was only watching the movies. They were reading the comics. So it was a bit of a conflicting uh, forms of opinion and, and stuff like that. So... Um, yeah, I felt a bit more at ease talking to him about video games. Yeah, and I suppose even then there wasn't actually that many superhero movies, were there? There was a few that were knocking around. Yeah, there was a few. Like, I think there was like Blade and and, and stuff like that. Um, there was Blade. There was a couple of others, and and some of them like because like I was in, I liked the the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. And there was a couple of like my friends out there who they they like like the Superman movies and stuff like that. So we had stuff like that to talk about, but it was very um, restrictive as as they they read more comic books than I read. So yeah, than I read, and I, I watched more movies than they watched. So first. There was the DC Comics News Podcast. Then came the Spinner Rack. And now, the third show brought to you by the guys that brought you all that other stuff I just mentioned. I Am The Night. A story about the stories. A show celebrating Batman, the animated series. Week by week, episode by episode. Just when you thought it was safe to put on a pair of headphones, I am the night. Why, hello there. I'm Seth Singleton, and I'm here to tell you about Mad Pup, a Harley Quinn cast. Harley Quinn? Harley fucking Quinn? What have we learned from this crazy show? Making bat shark repellent relevant since 1966. Oh, look, Gogurt. And we've gone completely off the rails. I hear the bat signal. Shut up and bat them, nuts. I definitely do not fuck bats. In need of an adult-sized nemesis. Humans make good fertilizer. You can't fuck with Lois Lane. For fuck's sake. I'm a damn good cop. Lot of lasers. Mmm. Educational and informative. The DC Comics News Podcast Network presents Mad Love, the Harley Quinn cast. <laughs> Back to you, Seth. So, tell us your thoughts. We'd love to hear from everyone out there. Or not. That's really up to all of you. Fuckers. Picture this. Someone who knows nothing about comics. Someone who knows comics from movies, TV, and video games. A complete ultra-comics nerd. You pick the character you want us to talk about. You send us the questions you want answered. You make the show. A podcast by fans. For fans. Making new fans. 
superheroes or dummies. Part of the Comics in Motion podcast network. All work and no play makes for a dull way to live, don't you agree? Join me, Adam Ray, and a very special guest each week on the Hostile Takeover, where they and I discuss their favourite game, PC, console, board game or tabletop, whatever they decide, what we will talk about. Let gaming be the way forward. Working's too much. It's time for a Hostile Takeover, coming soon to a podcast feed near you. Hi, my name's Steve. And I'm here to tell you all about the DC Comics News Podcast. Every week, my friends and I sit down and discuss everything DC. Movies, TV and streaming, comic books, and everything in between. But don't just take my word for it. Here are a couple of our sponsors. Listen to the DC Comics News Podcast. It's audio justice. (laughs) No, no, no. It's audio chaos. These wackos are crazier than I am. Well, maybe you're both right. Whatever the case, you can find the DC Comics News Podcast on every podcast platform. Apple Podcasts. Google Play. Spotify. Stitcher. And everywhere else you find podcasts. So, um, can I go now? Let him go. He did everything you asked. (laughs) Hello, listeners. This is Tony Farina from DC Comics News and an occasional guest on Comics in Motion. I'm pleased to announce a new show called Indie Comics Spotlight. Each week, my guests and I will be taking a deep dive into a current title or a classic graphic novel from a publisher other than the big two. Consider this show the best of the rest. My hope is that we'll bring new readers to independent comics and give old readers a chance to share their thoughts. Join me each week in the Comics in Motion feed in your favorite podcast catcher. You think that it helps or hinders now that there are so many movies like because you've got kind of the double edge back then there were a few movies but not that many but the ones that they did make the comic book readers were all a bit Uh, but nowadays you've got loads that will keep interesting people but still some of the comic book readers are a bit yeah (laughs) do you think it it's better or worse Uh, i I think it's worse now because, like you said, there's so many out there. There's so many different versions to, um, like different stories and, um, people that it's like there's just there's just no pleasing people to be honest. Um, because they 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 used to one way used to be in there being that one way. It's like what they've read is what they've learned is what they know. Um. And they they kind of just kind of forget the entertainment factor of a superhero movie, I think. Um, and there's just people that are just stuck in their ways and just don't want to acknowledge the, what the, what the movies have portrayed because they think, oh yeah, it's an absolute insult to I don't know Superman or Spider Man or whatever. So oh that that didn't happen, this didn't happen, um, and it's like oh what's the actual truth and. Um, 
but then on, on the flip side it can be good because then it, it actually just drums up conversation and um debates and stuff so it, it's i think it's it's 50 50 really depending on what part of social media you're on yeah because a lot a lot of them have like different differing forms of opinion because you'll see on facebook somebody has this opinion and then that person gets absolutely slated for it it's like oh you're wrong you're wrong you couldn't be more wrong it's like oh you're drunk go to sleep um or you you go on like another another one somebody has an opinion on the same subject but it's different and it's Ah, it's just, yeah, it's just very, very conflicting. I've never known, like, to be like a nerd to become like toxic, as I've seen. Like, again, like you said, like somebody forms an opinion on on like Facebook or something like that, and somebody's absolutely just, just absolutely horrible to this person just for forming an opinion. Um. And I always thought because it because it's 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 some like with comic books in particular, it's, it has such a huge following that everybody would be in the same boat. You know, they're reading the same things, um, and you think you would think that everybody would have like a similar opinion to something, but like I said, nowadays now that we have like social media and stuff, you have your your geek trolls and, and stuff like that. They're just out there just to piss people off and be horrible to one another um and it's just you just think so like why just like can't we just enjoy what we're reading we're all reading the same pretty much the same stuff it's like yeah you may not agree with everything but you know at least have the decency to uh have the decency to just you know not take everybody's opinion for face value but like Say, oh, okay, well, I don't 100% agree with that, but this is what I think. What do you think? And it's like, oh, if you can't come to agreement, then it's like, oh, yeah, we just have to agree to disagree. Um, but no, everybody, there, there, yeah, there is a dark side to the geek them, and it's very, very toxic, I think. But um, I try to keep away from that. Just read what I'm reading. I don't really listen to anybody else's opinion. Like if somebody, like if I picked up a thing of like Justice League Dark or something like that, be like, oh, what are you reading that for? It's shit. It's like, well, it was interesting, so I'm going to read it regardless of what you say, um, and form my own opinion. I think people nowadays are more accept- accepting of the geek, geek lifestyle. I mean, you have a couple of you have a couple the odd one or two people here and there who'd be like, oh, why are you? reading comics or why are you playing video games why are you watching anime why are you watching superhero movies why are you reading comics like you know those are for kids and it's like well obviously you've never picked up a comic book <laughs> obviously you've never watched anime obviously you've never played a video game um because like there are stuff yes there are stuff out there for kids but there are also stuff out there for adults um and if you actually like watched and read this stuff then you know you wouldn't be so like judgmental. Um, it's like um, once, so when I had moved from London the first time, um, like I we packed up all our stuff and we moved over to Bournemouth, and I'd left one of my uh, PlayStation control pads um, at uh, my father-in-law's place, 
And then uh, he messaged me with a face. He goes, oh, um, I think you forgot one of your toys here. I'm like, cheers. It's like, I'm not a kid. That's, that's not a toy. It's a control pad. There's a difference, you know? Um, but yeah, like mostly everybody nowadays, like everybody will either be into, they've like either they've read a comic book or two in their lifetime or they've, um, watched a couple of superhero movies or they've played something like say like Super Mario Brothers so they're they're a bit more understanding and everybody everybody's got their guilty pleasures so I think nowadays um, people are a bit more accepting to the geek lifestyle um, and they've seen that you know a geek doesn't necessarily have to be the um, you know the guy with the with the thick glasses and um acne all over his face and like with his face in a, a comic book like it could literally be anybody you could w- literally walk past somebody in the street and they could be like a, a marvel fan they could be a dc fan they could be a video gaming fan they could be anybody so yeah i think yeah but me, but me personally like everybody's like pretty much accepting of my life my interests my passions so it's all good So for you, what do you reckon, like, if people said to you, why should I get into it? What what has been the appeal to you? Why is it, why is it sort of stuck in you? Why? Because there's just certain stories out there that, that once you read something, it will stick into your mind forever. Um, and it will, it will just, it just, it will just pique your interest and it make you want to read more and more and more. Um and sometimes you'll read something and it will completely like resonate with you because maybe not oh yeah i was bitten by a radioactive spider yeah that happened to me one day um because there are like you'll read a couple of like comic books and there will be like a few like life like real life scenarios in there so it will be something that will that in that comic will appeal to you and once you've read that you want to like i said like i said earlier with like the collecting, collecting comics like I, i've been bitten by but by bugs that I want to collect more and more and more. I want to get into this more. Um, but there could be like a whole like whole bunch of reasons. Like sometimes I sometimes like say I play video games because I just want to like drown out everything or like I've had a hard day or something like that. I just need to chill out and calm down and or just like read a book or whatever. Um, like I said, there's been like certain like stories, like Batman in particular, like Batman, because it's um, it's not all smiles and sunshine. Because most of the stuff that you see nowadays, like on TV and stuff, they're all smiles and sunshine. And in Batman, it's it's something different. It's it's the complete opposite. So um, that pretty much um, that's what it does for me. It it can sometimes provide an escape for me sometimes it can just help me to chill out um yeah and if i'm having a bad day it cheers me up so it just does it does a whole there's a whole lot of, a lot of stuff for me in particular since lockdown and, and stuff like that because there's not much stuff to do and then i was climbing the walls and um and mentally it wasn't doing like a lot for me um, so to get into something like like comic books, um, it just provides like a a nice distraction for me. Um, 
and it's kind of added to uh, my routine of my day. Um, because before, like, cause currently now I'm a I'm stay at home dad. Um, but before, like, I'd have this whole routine. Like, I'd wake up in the morning, um, like, obviously get ready, go go out and to get ready, go to go to work. Like, I'd listen to a podcast or I'll sit on a train and read a comic or something like that. Um, and now, because, like I said, because of lockdown and stuff, and where I'm now stay at home, dad. Um, other than looking after my son, there's not really much I can do. So again, I'm climbing the walls, wearing 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 a hole in the carpet. Um, so that has given me something to do throughout the day. So it's completely beneficial for me. It's made me feel a hell of a lot better. What about as a, a younger, as a younger person, a youth? Do you think you sort of? It benefited you through your your upbringing as well. Um, from when I was reading it, yeah, it was. Um, but like I said earlier, like I wasn't really a big reader, um, so I missed out. I missed out on the have a lot, and there could have been like stories out there that I could re- I could have been reading. Um, it could have been like huge entertainment value, or like I said, it could have resonated with me in some in some way because there's maybe something in a comic book that um I could relate to. Um but when I was a young when I was younger, I was always like out with friends and playing like I said, playing video games and stuff like that. So um I mean the video games as well, like do you think they they helped you along? Um I think so because not only it, it helped me like for me on a personal level um because and nobody <laughs> nobody would ever believe it but i can be quite a shy person around new people um so I, even now as an adult i find it because like now we've moved to bournemouth um i haven't got much friends up here uh, and i find it harder to make friends because i'm so shy around new people um but if I can, it, it, it helps. It, like video games and comic books would help me because then if I found somebody else who has that same interest, then obviously it would it help me to you know make make newer friends um, and have things to talk about. Did you think when Ari grows up, do you think you'll introduce Ari to this sort of world, or are you going to be a bit hands off, or are you going to be like, watch this, read this? <laughs> I've already started. Um, so like I say, I made him watch a Star Wars movie. I don't know whether he watched it or not because probably was just sitting there drawing into his bib. Um, but um, I have a lot like today. I watched the uh, part two of the new He Man Revelations, Masters of the Universe Revelation series. Um, so I had that on, and he was sitting there watching intently. So hopefully, he soaks some of that in. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna probably try and get him get like get like say like a Batman animated series or something like that, and uh, try and get him to watch that too. He may not understand, um, but hopefully he can see like the figures on the TV and be intrigued by them. So hopefully, some down somewhere down the line, he'll he'll get into it. But obviously, like when he's older and he when he's reading, um. 
like I'll give him a couple of my comic books to read. Probably start him out on Batman Year One or something like that. Um, but yeah, I just yeah, I think hopefully he'll get into that stuff because then there'll be another thing that me and him can bond over and we can talk about. And you never know, he might end up learning more than I am. <laughs> so for people who don't get it, for people who kind of are on the outside looking in, going, oh, what's that all about? What would you what would you say to them to sort of give it a go? What is it that they're missing? They're missing quite a lot because there are stories out there that will amuse. There are stories out there that will shock. That um, there are just stories out there that will intrigue people. Um, and and then in all those stories out there that are that will be outside out of their comfort zone. Um, and it would just take them. It would, it would just take them on the journey that they never they would take ever take before. Um, and I'll just say to them, just like, just give it a chance. Just like read, like even if it's just the first chapter, and see if you like it. Um, because at the end of the day, what have you got to lose? You're not losing anything by reading this story. Um, but you know, even if it, if it sparks an interest just a little bit. And maybe even if it's not the the comic book side of stuff, then maybe it'll interest you into maybe watching the movie or two, you know. Um, but I was going to say, don't judge a book by its cover. Excuse the pun. Um, but you know, don't be so quick to judge because you never know. You may read something and be totally blown away by it. Um, and yeah, you, you never know where it may it may take you. Oh, yeah, I just don't understand because there, there are people out there that that are like, like I said, they're set in their ways. They've got a certain way that they like to go about their day. Um, and I often think it's like, well, what at what point do you get to when that stuff gets really boring? You know, and like I wouldn't like I wouldn't like I said I, I said earlier like I've, I've taken up baking like I'm I'm literally trying to do like new things to broaden my horizons and like I'd never thought I'd watch I mean not watch I I would uh, take up baking but you know here I am making brownies and lemon drizzle cakes and all this other stuff because it's not because I'm not much of a big cook but um your lovely wife Amanda she um she taught me how to make a lemon drizzle and it's like oh kind of like this i might pursue this now and this is great so yeah just yeah just don't like i'd say to people like just don't be afraid to try new things even if you think oh why do you do that it's like well you do it and you'll find out if you like it great pursue it if you don't nobody loses that on anything you can hear more from Dan on Superheroes for Dummies, available on the Comics in Motion feed. And you can contact Dan on Twitter 
at dark underscore Ronin 84. is a super dummy production for fantastic universes find out more at fantasticuniverses.com and superdummy.co.uk slash geek you can contact the show on twitter at era of geek or by email geek at superdummy.co.uk you can support the show and fantastic universes by joining our patreon patreon.com slash fantastic universes Yeah, if you're going to give something a go, now's the time of year to do it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because um, I've got a couple of graphic novels on my, my Christmas list. Like, I've been trying to get my hands on the three Jokers for, like, God knows how long. And I remember you and Steve talking about it. And it's like, I'm getting jealous now. I want it. Um, and I want to start getting into Superman, so I've got some Superman comics. Um, so yeah, man, peoples, get on the Amazons, your Ebays, your games, your Argoses, and uh, get those wish lists written up. <laughs>